Welcome back to the Let's XP Geeking Gaming Podcast episode 80. Tonight, we are reviewing the fun imaginary friend 1991 comedy, uh, Drop Dead Fred. I am joined by my imaginary friends. We got the Totter in Kentucky and the Steve in Canada, Canada. What's going on, gentlemen? Comedy? This is like a fucking tragedy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this girl needs some help. <laughs> oh, no. We'll get there, though. Spoiler alert. We'll get there. Spoiler alert. Todd hates everything. <laughs> I don't hate everything. I just hate this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait till you break down how real world things should apply and, you know, oh. physics and... <laughs> We're going there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the Todd things. So, uh, yeah. Hey, you guys, you guys have... just... um. Sorry, go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Fuck, a lot of food. Hell yeah. yeah you you guys do traditional Mondo or like traditional, I guess, white for lack of a better um, term? Or you go a little Hispanic on it? We go full Hispanic, more so our Salvadorian side. Um, at least until I before I met my wife. Uh, since I've met my wife, she does not like turkey. So every Thanksgiving, it's got to be a few slabs of pork ribs that I have to slow cook for four hours and then grill. Um, so we did that, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, all the fixings, plus our Salvadorian turkey, which is a very weird, uh, I guess, recipe. Basically, butter, mustard, uh, 40 ounce of your choice beverage poured on top mixed with some uh seasonings that are um made for like like tamale seasoning and stuff it's weird dude basically the end result is a juicy ass turkey uh with a nice little uh liquid that goes with it this way it keeps it nice and moist but uh lots of food totally food hungover um the the last three days or so but uh feeling better post-covid i'm feeling better man i'm back so y'all have to suffer for the next hour or so listening to my voice you know Anyways, yeah, Steve, you guys had yours before us, right? Yeah, October, so it's been a while. So I've got to ask you, because my kids asked me, and Todd, you probably know this as well, too. You guys do stuffed turkeys, right? Stuffing yeah, in the that's turkey? Correct. Yes. What is that compromised of? Because I know everyone kind of does it a little different. Like, how similar different are your guys's? Usually, it's like bread, onions, and like celery pieces, like put mashed together and then stuffed into the turkey. So that's the tr- I, I don't like stuffing, so it's not really my thing. Okay. But traditionally, it's I think that's weird. what people do. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, do you need to fill the hole? I, 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 <laughs> I mean, some holes in Philly, <laughs> yeah. but, but not a turkey. Similar no. for you two, Todd? Stuffing? No, I, I, no. I, I love stuffing, but I hate celery, so we don't really make a traditional stuffing. It's more like sausage and breadcrumbs and things like that. It's really good. <laughs> He's getting sexual again. <laughs> yeah. I don't stuff the turkey with it though um it's just in like a pan in the oven pretty standard so you put bacon guys on it at least duncan Ooh, no bacon. no no bacon it's just um sausage crumbles or whatever mixed in with the breadcrumbs and the, um like a chicken stock mixed together and then baked no i mean like on top of the turkey if you make one because i know you're more chicken guy but no i've never done the a bacon wrapped turkey before that fucking that's <laughs> so fat dude it, it, it's so yeah, good yeah, though so the, the way the way it works really because i started doing it it's so i i wrap it in bacon and then i cook it for like three hours and then i remove the bacon and then cook it for another hour so it's it just makes it like more moist and you, the reason you do that extra hour after is so the turkey can be crispy and it's really good like and then you it's can have what is like what is the turkey I, that's what I say, bacon flavored turkey. I mean, no, I it, bacon you don't. You here. don't really <laughs> taste the bacon, to be honest. It's uh, it, it just gives it moisture and like a little bit more volume. I, no, it did. Like I, we do it that like that way every time, and then you just use the bacon for whatever you want. That's, uh, more importantly, good. though, did anybody pick up anything during the uh, quote unquote Zero. Thanksgiving Not sales? A single sale. <laughs> Let's see. I, I know Steve answer. Let's see if you're consistent, Mona. What did you get? Nothing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and no one got anything apparently. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, Fuck don't it. get me wrong. There's a lot of things out there that was like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, I'd like to get that, but I don't know. Maybe I'm adulting a little bit more than <laughs> I did the years before because just there's no room or there's no need for it, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I looked at it and I, I just kept justifying to myself, like, 
okay, this game's a little bit cheaper, but not really that much cheaper than any any other sale that happens throughout the year. Yeah. But at this point, if I buy a game, it's just like buying a rock and throwing it into the quarry. You know, <laughs> there's just I have such a huge mountain of things I need to play. That am Fucking I really gonna like just, crazy? Yeah, exactly. And movies is kind of the same thing. Like I'm being a little pickier for movies. And then like what what the fuck else? Like I buy myself whatever I want when I want it. Like I don't I don't wait for Black Friday true. unless I need something like big, like a laptop or a TV or maybe something like that. But I don't right now. So yeah, yeah everything's for the kids on our end. So sure. Um, but let me ask you this though: with Christmas, you know, not too far away now, what's the one hot ticket item that you've got on that list that you're kind of kind of hoping for hot ticket item shoot there's got to be something that you told like the kids or the wives like hey uh Tell you're you thinking about getting wife. something <laughs> you ain't it's getting it our third podcast <laughs> adults consistency <only>. consistency <laughs> can i have consistent and not get mad if i bring it up next year? yeah exactly um <laughs> Honestly, I really want to complete my collection of the uh, House of Thousand Corpses figures that Trick or Treat Studios put out recently. So that'd be cool. Oh shit, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah, if if I'm going like wishful thinking, it would be a PS5. Um, if I'm going more realistic though, uh, the one thing that I asked for this year that's like you know within the hundred dollar range, but still on the upper half of that is Marvel Ultimate Alliance Part Three. So I, I played one and two a ton, but oh, three, Switch, right? three's a Switch exclusive. And you know what? Like we, we talked about uh, Ultimate Alliance recently on the Discord. And I'm like, yeah. maybe, maybe it's time I finally pick up that shit. Now, the problem with fucking Switch is the game's like still 80 bucks. It's been out for fucking yeah. five years now. It doesn't ever go on sale, dude. <laughs> so that's why I put it on my Christmas list. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I think um I forgot who agreed with me on there, but showing that little video you put on the discord like just mm. gave me the fucking tinglys you know like yeah, i remember those cutscenes just being fucking top tier um and just playing that game so just, fucking just to hard. give context to people listening um i i was because we're talking there's a lot of casting like news or uh speculation about fantastic four uh, particularly with uh, dr doom and galactus and um i was just pointing out that it's sad that the best version of both Galactus and Doctor Doom that we've had on screen is from a, a game that came out in 2006 on Xbox Damn! 360, which is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. They have a fantastic fucking Doom and Galactus Doom cool. in it. So I showed the cutscene that just proves that it. it's Doom basically like fucking killing all the superheroes because he has Odin Odin's powers. And then you have Galactus like destroying a city and shit. And it's just god damn the design that they had on both doom and galactus is perfect in those games yeah i think, really I think seth cool. rogan should just be galactics at this point hey um it's funny that we could kind of segue a little bit i want i saw something in the news that i just wanted to bring up um we're getting that aliens tv show yeah um i know a holly are we i believe it was mm-hmm. we are like because they years dude well it's casted now they, so yeah they just casted it the the um Fuck, what's his name? Let me bring it up. I have it right it's here. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Yeah, it's going to oh, be. Oh, seriously? Yeah. He's a great actor. <laughs> See, we had the same reaction. We're like, yes. Gillian, I don't know. Timothy Oliphant. Fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. He, apparently, he's taking a major role in the show. And um, I don't know if that means human. Some people are saying he's going to be accused, casted as a synth. But regardless, I mean, the dude's a fucking phenomenal actor. Um, yeah, yes. I can't wait. Just and, and, and it's like the older he gets, the better he gets at these fucking roles too. Um, and simultaneously, uh, the the alien movie that's coming out that is being filmed by your guys' favorite, uh, Fed Alvarez. Uh, nice, nice. Good, good they choice. have they have officially said that it is placed between Alien and Aliens. Perfect. So right in that wheelhouse I, where you need to go. Oh, dude, I can't wait because you give me those two. Not, I mean, watching having watched Aliens three like in the last couple months i kind of have like a newfound respect for it it's not as bad as i remembered but alien like you said alien and aliens that fucking wheelhouse dude it's like two of the best fucking sci-fi horror fucking films ever so i wonder sigourney are we going whole Mm. brand new story without him that's the hard part here's my only request from it and i love ripley i think she's my she 
She's it's either her or heroin, man. Yeah, it's either She's... her or honestly John McClane for my one and two action stars, period, regardless of gender. I fucking love That's her. That's fair. But yeah. I am tired of aliens trying to mimic her in every film from the haircut. Oh my to the god, style. that's the Let's... worst. Yes. Yeah. Covenant had it. I don't even know who the fuck this chick is. Why you know what I mean? Covenant had it. They keep they had one through four, which is a fucking clone shooting basketball in four. Like just let it go. We don't need to copy that. that let's just I know. No let's just <laughs> let's just have a cool ass story with fucking xenomorphs, dude. You can't go wrong if you just stick with that. We don't need the we don't need another Ellen clone or Helen clone. Ellen or Ellen or Ka- Helen. Ellen. 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 Yeah, it's Ellen. <laughs> yeah. We watch so many fucking movies, all the names start blending right. together. <laughs> but um, but I know all three of us are huge fucking fans, and I know some of our listeners are huge fans too. So to get that drop a couple minutes before we came live, I thought was pretty cool. I had to bring it up. So um, with that being said, though, let's do some uh, let's do some what watch. What are you playing? I know I we didn't do what watch last time because we were kind of short on time. Um, but I will tell you, Steve, I finished Mirage. I don't know if I talked about it before finishing it, no. but I finished it, and I honestly believe that you are going to enjoy it and mm. it's going to leave you wanting more because it's got all the homage to the original stealth wise um the story's pretty good i just felt like after i was done with it i was like man that was too short mm. you know 20 hours i'm used to 100 hours here right. Come on, <laughs> yeah, you know? right uh but assassin's creed mirage is definitely worth the fucking pick up if you could find it uh, for cheaper um i, yeah. I fucking absolutely adored it it's my holiday game. That's what I'm going to play over the holiday. So I'm really looking forward so to good. it. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'll, I'll go then. So um, my first one is a movie I went to see in the theaters, a 2023 film, a little film by the name of The Marvels. So Ooh, despite, <laughs> despite all the neck beards complaining about it without having seen it, I shave it. I shave it. I went to see it anyway because I'm a huge MCU fan, and I'm particularly a big fan of Kamala Khan. I think I think she's a very good character. Khan. So, <laughs> yeah, Come on. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um. So I, I had low expectations because you know everyone was shitting on it, but it's still MCU, so I was excited about it at the same time, and I honestly really loved it. I thought it was a really fun film. It's the shortest MCU film, and I think it did a, did a service because I was never bored and it didn't overstay its welcome like some of the other ones do. I really liked the three Marvels kind of riffing off each other, Kamala Khan especially, man. I, I just need to see her and Peter Parker be in a scene together because... A hundred percent. Yeah, the, uh, the energy that they bring to their characters is just absolutely fantastic. And yeah, I will say that the villain wasn't the best, though. Uh, it oh, was man. just kind of yeah. That's a uh, Loki's wife, not, not in the comics, but in real the, life. Yeah, in real life. Um, and I don't know. I guess they didn't set her up enough, and I wasn't familiar with her from the comics, so I didn't really care about her motivation. But just seeing the three stars together was awesome. Now there are there's one scene that people are just gonna fucking hate, and I know it. And I gotta say, I didn't love it either. There's a kind of a musical singing scene. Singing planet. <laughs> yeah, there's a singing planet, and it is just cringy as fuck to watch. So I didn't like that. But counterpoint, another scene that people are gonna hate, but I absolutely loved. There's uh, let's just say a cat scene that I thought was oh, that's, absolutely that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so overall I enjoyed it, but the highlight of the film, without spoiling it, because you know, it's still in theaters and stuff is definitely the post-credit scene that oh sets up God. the Deadpool 3. And holy shit, I almost creamed my pants. It was Todd. Todd amazing. would actually enjoy it. Todd would actually enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. I dare say that. Deadpool fucking no, I, no, no. He, I, will, I, will, I will tell you when we're done recording. All right. All right. Uh, but overall... I'm waiting on pins and needles. That's right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could tell. I gave it a four out of five. I uh, really enjoyed it. And um, I'm actually looking forward to watching it again when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Cool. Steve, help me out with this... Uh... I'll, I'll give you my Americanized pronunciation. You can give me the French one. So I read the original Planet of the Apes novel, which is written by Pierre, Pierre Boll. Oh, it's Boll. Uh, uh, Pierre Boll. You were so close. I was so close. Per, uh, first published a long time ago, which I don't remember. So I should have got the book. 1963. 
And if you think you've seen, I mean, everyone's seen the original Planet of the Apes, right? Um, Taylor coming to the fucking this planet. It's run by apes and stuff. So if you think you're going to know the story because of the movie, 100% wrong. Like, the central theme of apes owning a planet and humans being subservient to them is there. But the setup, execution, everything in between is 100% different. Um, I ended up loving this this book, man. I love hard sci-fi like this. And it starts off basically as a group of explorers, right? They're tired of Earth or whatever. They want to essentially time travel by going to a far off star um, to see what's there. And it's going to take like 700 years or some shit like that to get back and forth. Um, So they go to this planet and then everything's run by apes. And the humans are like feral, like we see in the Planet of Apes um, uh, movie. Um, But then he's captured and he he struggles to explain to the apes that he is not just a human that's a little bit smarter than the animals and mimicking them, but that he is a smart, actual human from, you know, planet Earth. And we go through his struggles with that. Um, I dug it, man. I really dug it. And the ending is a two part twist that I fucking just I loved. So if you like the Planet of the Apes universe, I highly recommend Planet of the Apes by Pierre Boulle. Oh, your French is getting so good as we get along here. Almost two years into uh, this we... podcast, I mean, by the by, three years we'll be speaking strictly français. <laughs> um, I guess real quick, I'll just add that I watched the Marvels as well. Um, wasn't as high on it as you were, Steve. I think it was pretty decent. I mean, Marvel being decent is still better than anything from DC's put out in the last forever. Um, it was enjoyable. Kamala Come on, Khan, peacemaker. Like you said. Okay, Peacemaker, I'll take that. Peacemaker is fucking Suicide fantastic. Squad? Eh, not so much. Really? The, the, good eh, one, the, sec- the first one. The, well, yeah, but it's still, I still like the Marvels more than I like the most recent Suicide Squad. Terrible. Uh, it's only because you guys have said it so many times, like in your other podcasts, when, when actors get hired to do something, they just phone it in and shit. And you can tell, like, they're just, just reading the lines. And, to Steve's point, Kamala Khan, the actress who plays her, man, you could just tell like she thoroughly loves what she's fucking doing. Um, and I didn't get that same feeling from Brie Larson this time around, but poor girl has got so much shit because, you know, um, keyboard warriors hating on her for being a chick and all that stuff. But Kamala Khan. Brie Larson's hot, hot, dude. She's beautiful. She's great at fucking Captain Marvel. I love her as Carol Denver's. Uh, she's just great in it. And But you could kind of tell. She kind of took a step back in this one, in my opinion. But you have to see Kamala Khan, man. Like, she is just fucking the humor, the action, the everything you need. Uh, so the Marvels is good. And real quick, this is a cheater one. Um, but I watched Violent Night. Uh, the the My kids wanted to watch that with David Harbour. I'd never seen it before. And holy shit, that's going up there right next to Fat Man and Christmas Vacation and stuff. Because I fucking love that fucking movie with David Harbour. David Harbour is what's, awesome. what's Fat Man? Remember the with, Mel Gibson uh, one? Mel Gibson. He's like a male. Where's Santa Claus? He's a, Santa Claus. And, yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, good. I thought Eric. Eric recommended. Was it just you and I that saw it? Because yeah. I know Eric yeah. recommended it to us. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know. Oh, okay. if you haven't seen it, dude, a Mel Gibson Fat Man, his take on a pretty brutal Santa Claus, pretty fucking cool. Um, all right, so my last one this week is another movie I went to see in the theaters. Uh, so 2023 film, of course, and that is The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So this is a prequel to the Hunger Game movies that you've seen in the past. So the Hunger Game movies take place at uh, the 74th and 75th annual Hunger Games. This one takes place at the 10th annual Hunger Games. It, it tells the story of, uh, of snow. And Snow is the guy who runs the Hunger Games by, you know, the ones that we saw in 74, 75. And it's just basically like what happened to him, how he became the leader of the games, how he became president of Pan Am and the kind of struggles that he faced to get there because he's actually poor, pretending to be rich. And they're doing the 10th Hunger Games as a test for him to get like a scholarship to be able to move forward and part of that test is to uh, basically pick one of the recruits and show them the ropes to eventually win the 10th Hunger Games. So the movie is really interesting. It's broken up into three acts, which they have like title cards for. Uh, the, the first act is him kind of sh- showing, you know, who he is, where he comes from, and teaching this new recruit from District 12 uh, what to do. Act two is the Hunger Games themselves. And then, so I'm watching the movie, right? And I, I don't know anything about it. 
and act two ends the hunger games end. and i'm thinking all right maybe we got like five minutes of trying to explain what happens from here on and i see the fucking title card for act three i'm like no fucking way i felt like i had been there for four hours already and there's a whole other act to watch holy shit that third act just slows the whole movie down it's about like the post-war that he goes to and he goes he, he posts himself to one of the other districts and oh my god i i thought it was too fucking long there are some great performances in here though you have uh viola davis and peter dinklage who are in it and they're fantastic Tyrion. Roles. Tyrion, absolutely and viola davis is amanda waller for those who don't know yep. um and the main guy, he's super good. His name's Tom Blythe. He's the guy who plays Snow. Absolutely excellent in the role. Didn't love um, Rachel Zegler's role. She's the recruit from District 12 that he's kind of teaching. Uh, just, I thought that character was too inconsistent in both the performance and also uh, the, the attitude that she had. Like, sometimes she's super reserved and badass but sometimes she's like a little too accepting and too trusting of people i don't know it just didn't work for me so i i gave it three out of five i prefer watching the other hunger games which i actually think are really good if you're really into the lore maybe watch it but i don't think it's that great of a movie i've never seen a hunger game i'll give you a hunger game if you want to see Jennifer, hold on real quick. If you want to see Jennifer Lawrence in something really good, no hard feelings on Netflix. You can thank me later. Yeah, she's a babe. Um, but yeah, I read the book for Songbirds and Snakes, and I thought it was pretty cool. So we'll see it. But I, yeah, that doesn't sound nice being three and a half hours or whatever it is. It's too Ugh. way too long. I think it's only like two hours and fifty minutes. Maybe. A little bit. But goddamn, like because the Hunger Games are like the highlight. So yeah. to have like a whole other act that's super after. slow after that, it's just like ugh. surprising it split it in two movies like they've been. So am I they, actually like they did with other ones. Yeah, I was kind of surprised mm. about that too. All right. Um, yeah, video games. I finally uh, conquered TCM, so I put it on the back burner. I did not delete it because I want. Hey, there he I is. still want to play with everybody. <laughs> but I started playing PUBG again because I'm a fucking Uh-oh. slave to PUBG. But also, <laughs> I uh, I saw that Battlefield Five of all things had kind of a resurgence, and it it, it peaked at 104,000 yeah, users. So I'm like, cool. Let me let me uh, put it on, and see what's happening. Battlefield Five uh, came out very rough start a few years ago people were shitting on it because like you know people having robotic limbs in world war ii didn't make any fucking sense um but the multiplayer man it hits and it still hits it's very fun like it's very cinematic uh in the sense like you're you know your infantry guy or whatever and then you see the planes dog fighting and tanks come in and it's just really chaotic and i really like it so if you were to uh, hop on Battlefield 5 today. It's free on EA Access. If you have Game Pass, you have it. Put it on and have a good time with that. I think it's really good. Battlefield 5. Hmm. Interesting. That's it for the night? Yep. All right. That's it. We've been struggling, or at least I have, on trivia. But, uh, hmm. yeah. Hopefully we get hmm. some fucking points tonight. Well, let's see, because Steve is in the lead with six. Myself, uh, with four, Mondo with one. Yeah, I'm catching up. <laughs> All right, who would like to lead off? I'll go. I'll go for. Okay, you oh, go first. Shit. I'll go second. Yeah. So I noticed last week my questions were a little harder than usual. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going easy on you guys uh, this week. I thought you knew Stallone. Like I, I thought you guys were a big Stallone. I didn't, oh, Rhinestone singing, <laughs> singing, singing taxi driver. Fuck. Uh, so uh, three. Um, Pretty easy softballs this week. Okay. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what the first rule is. We all know what the second rule is. If but it's your is... first night of Fight Club, you have to fight. What is the third rule of Fight Club? It is not no? that. Nope. No Damn. one talks about Fight Club. That's the rule number one and two. <laughs> oh, shit. We got all one, two, and three. <laughs> if it's your first. Uh. Really, it's not. If it's your first night of Fight Club, you that, have that, to that, fight. That, that's really the last. That's the last rule of Fight Club. I've um, never watched Fight Club. What? What? I've never. We watched need, You know what? <laughs> Fuck. To drop Dead Fred. You piece of shit. We need to watch Fight Night. Fight I know night, Edward Norton and what Brad is it Pitt. called? Fight Night. Fight Club. Fight Club. Talking about Fight Night from like Xbox. It was a game. Days, yeah, that was great. Awesome. Yeah. That is it, fun. It, okay. If can I have another opportunity? One more. No, you're good. 
is the third one how many still how many rules don't talk there? about fight club nope yeah, so that, that was just that, that was one and two so the third rule is if someone yells stop goes limp or taps out the fight is over damn yeah okay. all right Fuck. i have a theme to my questions tonight oh my and it's I ra- watch random fucking things on my vacation for Thanksgiving, so I came <laughs> up with random fucking questions because <laughs> I was watching movies, all right? Uh, first one that I'm banking up as I go along right now, Carl Urban is set to play Johnny Cage in the upcoming Mortal Kombat sequel. Yes, point. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> Who, which actor played... Johnny Cage in oh, Mortal uh, Kombat Legacy. Um, Casper Van Dien. There it is, yeah, Casper really. Van Dien. Yeah, yep. that's awesome. Wait, did, did I already get one tonight or no? No, no. Okay, so we I'm only asked to fight someone. I must yeah. have messed up. Okay. Casper Van Dien himself. I, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know it either until I was watching Annihilation with my daughter, and I oh. saw the Legacy was up, and he was on there. I was like, what? Me, me trying to figure out who it was in the original, I like something Allensby Al- no or yeah. No, I wasn't going to do that to you. <laughs> All right, I got three actors, and then if you okay. don't get it, I will give you the main star. All right, actor number one. What's the name of the movie. What name the movie? I'm going to give you actors. <laughs> name the movie. Okay. Actor number one, Clark Duke. Do you guys know who that is? Uh, the Office, the later episodes, the creepy one that wants to record Aaron in a casting couch video. Oh, okay. Okay, so Clark Duke. I think I remember him. Craig Robinson. Piano player. Rob. Cordry. Hot top time machine. Correct. Yeah, I had it after uh... the second one, but I wanted to be sure. <laughs> Who was your uh, fourth one? Uh, it would have been John Cusack. John Cusack, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Good movie, man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, surprisingly, you like Crispin Crispin Glover, yeah. Oh, man. Crispin Glover is just. (laughs) Got Winter Soldier in it. He's on another level, man. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. (laughs) I would love to just, like, have lunch with him. Yeah. The sequel was a little weird, though. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Remember the sequel? They're on the game show and he's like, all right, what do you want to do? Let's hear from the crowd. He's like, fuck a dude. (laughs) Yeah. Super super easy one. Okay. What's the name of the dog? The last one in Men in Black. Ah, fuck! I know what it kind of dog it is. (laughs) Orion. Wrong. That's a cat. That's a cat. Fuck! Shut up, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Pug is on Orion's belt. It is a pug. Fucking dog. But it's not the name. It's a pug. Uh, Pugsley. Wrong. Uh, God damn it. I know he talks and everything. He's got a fucking New York accent. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> Frank. Yeah. Frank. 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 Yeah, the Frank. Frank. That's right. Yeah. There we go. Frank. <laughs> Alexa, yes. what's the name of the dog in the Independence nah, Day? Have... Where the fuck you do that? <laughs> I don't subscribe to that. I have the. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Earth. All right. What do you have? You have I want Google? the. Google? Yes, sir. Nice. I want the exact number. So no closest. 69. Fucking shit. Ooh. How many times has Hugh Jackman played Wolverine? Hugh the Jack Jackman. He's jacked. Six. Got six on the board. Hold on. No, wait. Seven. Oh, you can't pull back. Seven. <laughs> Seven? No, it's yep. eight. Because this is such a very limited question, I'm just going to give you this one chance, and you're both wrong. It is nine. Uh-huh. He's due to portray him for the tenth time in Deadpool oh. three. And just just so you know, because Steve's got that look of like I was cheating. Like, I was wrong. In Deadpool right. two, do you count that? X X Men, X Men United, X Men Last Stand, okay. X Men Origins, uh, First Class Cameo, First Class, The Wolverine, Days of Future oh, Past, fuck, Logan, Apocalypse, I forgot Logan, uh, Logan, and Deadpool two. Yeah. Days of Future's he, past. Although, did he one. did he appear in Deadpool too? He was uh, stock fo- archive footage. Oh yeah, right at the beginning. <laughs> That's they counted it. Loophole. So right. <laughs> Loophole. There he goes. Like, I want these Loophole. points. Damn it. <laughs> All right, it's my turn. Yeah. Yes, sir. I will give you actors again. 
you have to give me the title of the film, the correct title. Okay. Okay. Starting with French? the, and I'll, I'll, the, you know, I'll leave the main one out if you guys can't get it, and then I'll bring them in. Actress, Carrie Russell. Mm. Actor, Jason Clark. Oh, um, this is, hold on. Uh, John of the Planet of the Apes. Correct. Yeah. Hey! Nice. <laughs> All right. Last yeah, question. Buddy. Also an easy one, I think. Well, we got them all wrong with the easy ones, I think. No, you got, <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got the point. I got Frank. I got no, Frank. Got Frank. That's right. I let Google got Frank. But in, in the 40-year-old virgin, what item does Jonah Hill's character want to buy in the eBay store? Oh, the, the, fish, the fish shields. Fish shields. I'm going to give it to Todd. You got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Todd because I started. I mean, I'm, I'm, you started it, like, thing. Oh my god, yeah, you guys so. are fucking. Oh, there they go. That, that was a great <laughs> scene. I'm, I'm just gonna. Go. I'm just gonna give it to Todd. Yeah, just, I started go, it and said the thing. You just yeah. said oh, fish shoes. <laughs> there's a de- there's a delay. Yeah, sure. They're fish. All right, I have a last question, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. That was my. All right. All right. This was probably gonna go pretty quick. Which two major athletes appeared in Conan the Destroyer? Um, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Damn it, that, yep. And OJ Simpson. You're wrong on both. Oh, really? Okay, I had Kareem as my choice. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain. And um, I'll just say Larry Bird. Birdman, best basketball player of all time. You got one of two right. I'll Will give you each one last chance. I won't tell you which one. Right. Probably. I don't think Larry Bird will. <laughs> um, Will Chamberlain and Christ, who else was like? I, it's probably a fucking football player or some bullshit. Is, well, I don't know. I really right. don't know. Wilt and Hulk Hogan. No. The correct answer is Wilt Chamberlain and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Andre the Giant. Oh, Andre. Nice. Andre the Giant was <laughs> no Larry there. Bird, though. Missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Larry Bird is his <laughs> three pointers or his layups. All right. I'm sticking to a theme tonight, and it is actors. Let me maximize the screen for maximum actor potential, starting with supporting characters. Joe. La Torillo from Mondo's favorite show, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Nine One One, or what the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Bill Hader, Sigourney Weaver, David Cockner. I think that's how you pronounce it. Cockner. It's uh, Kuckner, sure. Yeah. Jesse Plemons, Evil Todd from Breaking Bad. Jason uh, Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor. Oh my God! I know now this we're fucking the main movie. dudes. Yeah. Whoa, this Seth one. Rogen. Really? Uh, is it Sausage Party? Incorrect. Two last actors to name here. Oh, I'm gonna. All right. <laughs> Nick Frost. Ah. Simon Pegg. Oh. Mono gets an opportunity. Damn it! Uh, it's a fucking comedy. Horrible bosses. Nope. Nope. I'm going to go oh, with... Um, I thought you had it. It's one of two. Yeah, I'm, I'm like deciding which one. At World's End? Nope. It is nope. Paul. Ah, Paul. Paul. That's Paul. what Seth it was. Plays Alien, oh. Nick Frost, Chase Bateman's the FBI agent or whatever. Oh, yeah, Nick Frost. That's why I, could, I was like, Nick Frost? Who the fuck's Nick Frost? And I'm like, fucking... Uh, it's, so it's a movie where they, it's, yeah, it's it's, uh, Sh- no, the, the, the other movie that he, yeah, Shaun of the Dead, and the other one, um, the police, Hot one? Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz yeah. I fucking love Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz dude. I, I watched uh, Paul, and it's just one that just didn't register with it me. It doesn't at really all. hit. Yeah, it's like I it's like just, it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what's the points, boy? <laughs> all right, Todd and Mondo with two apiece tonight. Steve with the one, which still has Steve in the lead with seven. Myself with six. Mondo was. With three for quarter number four, we have two episodes left. I'm totally. Here. I think I'm like. Two, I think it, might, it might be one. One? Oh shit! Any man's yeah. game. Well, uh, unless see. Mono has a tear, I think it's. 
Yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is paying the price. There's one more. <laughs> uh, let me put shit. in. Let me let me see where it's at. Six three seven six. Look at this cute little six. pompadour hair. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> All right, uh, this is not looking good. So for the year update, it is Stephen Lee with thirty eight. Myself second, thirty four. Mondo thirty two. Damn, it's Mondo not too bad. Though. I'm done. Collude. I know exactly uh, what to make you guys watch. <laughs> your no. Oh, God. I already watched Magic, Zardoz. Magic Van, too. I already watched Magic Van. I did watch All right. Magic Van. Paul Blart. I'm I like Rhinestone Cowboy. Cowboy. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you, Ronnie. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Where's that from? Fuck you, Ronnie. It's from Missouri Port. I love that movie. Fuck you, Saddam Hussein of Iraq. Fucking Seth Rogen's the best in there. All right. Now to our feature for the night, Drop Dead Fred. 1991's black comedy fantasy film directed by Atejong. Basically, let me pull up the synopsis real quick. Hey, it made $24 million on a budget of uh, 6.7. So uh, that's not too bad back in the, in the 80s. 90s. Too, that's pretty dope. Yeah. So basically, we got when Elizabeth returns to her mother's home after her marriage breaks up, she recreates her imaginary childhood friend, Fred, to escape from the trauma of losing her husband and her job. In between the chaos and mayhem that Fred creates, Elizabeth attempts to win back her husband and return to normality. This movie features the beautiful, stunning Phoebe Cates. And then we have Rick Mayall, who paid, who plays the t- uh, title role of Drop Dead Fred. I totally forgot Princess Leia was in this shit. Um, when you said it in the chat, when you guys were watching it the other day, I'm like, Princess Leia, what's it fucking high or something? What's going on? Uh, but Carrie Fisher is in here, and we got a couple of other people. I know uh, Todd's favorite, Mickey, Ron Eldard, is in this movie. You like his little earring, dude. I know. You, you like keep like, doing that smile. You, you like, like oh, Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Tim Matheson's in this movie, Bridget which Fonda. is Charles. Bridget Fonda at the end with another smoke show. Oh, she's bad um, this, dude. They all are, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I'm a big Phoebe Cates fan ever bitch. since. <laughs> yeah, it stuck with you, didn't it? Cobwebs. Um, I'm not going to go from beginning to end as far as the synopsis goes. I mean, I kind of read a little quick one. Uh, but basically, the movie opens up and you're introduced to um, you know, this little girl who's got a really shitty life, man. This whole movie, I felt bad for fucking Phoebe Cates and what she's been through. Um, but then at the same time, I fucking hate. I'm right there with you, Todd. Fucking Drop Dead Fred is just aggravating at times. <laughs> it, it, watching it as an adult, he's aggravating. Watching it as a kid, it was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to start off this review by saying something I think we can all agree on. Charles is a bitch. Her husband? Yep. What is he like? What is he like? Fucking he's 40 years old. Like, yeah, God damn it. Here's, here's, here's my problem with it. Well, one of many. Get ready. <laughs> no, let's, let's just go. Let's just so, talk about so it. So Phoebe, uh, undoubtedly a babe, right? But Beautiful. she also has the curse, kind of, of looking like she's sixteen in a lot of these. Dressing, yeah, dressing like a little so kid too. Her to be with this forty-year-old greasy fuck car salesman, it didn't work. It it it, it creeped me out. It looked like her older brother, or maybe like her dad. Father. Yeah, you know she weird. married in real life too. Some twenty-year-old. 20 years older than her fucker kevin kevin klein that's kevin klein yeah yeah they and they're still married to, since 1989 dude <laughs> they've been married he, got her, he snatched her right in the prime he dude. snatched her after a fast Fucking time to raise my highs dude didn't even save any for us uh but so, yeah dude when she when i'm like what's going on here like she because i haven't seen this movie in fucking forever and i'm like i don't remember it much i know todd it's the first time for you steve you have a magnet of drop dead fred I think in your in your house somewhere. Um, but I was like, what is going on? Refresh my memory. And then I started feeling bad. Like not only is she dating her dad, basically, which is totally gross, but the chick loses her fucking job, her car, her fucking husband, and something. What else did I put on here? Uh, she lost her car, her husband, her money, and her job all in one fucking lunch hour. Like, what a shitty way to open this fucking movie after being a kid and saying, What a pile of shit. But Steve, creepy, right? She's dating this old fucking dude. Super creepy. Yeah, and you're right. Oh. I uh, I um I watched this a lot as a kid because this was one of my one of my sister's favorite movies. So it's just yeah. one that she put on a lot. And I haven't watched it in probably like 20, 25 years. 
Uh, I bought it, but I never actually watched it. I was still in the, in the plastic wrap. So I, you know, I was very curious to see what it would look like. And whew, some things are better left in the past and to memory. Yeah. Because, God damn, this movie is rough at times. You know, but it, it's obviously like, I don't know, like I like I said, as a kid, I watched this so much and I loved it every time I saw it. And then as an adult with that, that different angle now, I'm like, fuck, dude, like I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of pulled in a couple different ways on like I, I still like some of it, but not all of it. The mom's a bitch. The dad's an asshole. Charles got nice legs. So. She oh, that's weird coming from you. But uh, my mom has nice legs. <laughs> that mom has nice legs, guys. <laughs> so I think it's really funny when we first see uh, Dick Face, uh, Fred. Fred? Like, when he comes breaks, out of the fucking thing? Yeah. She, yeah. He comes out of Jack and Lantern in like a ball, and it looks like he's fucking a, a nutsack a with his fucking pubes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly yeah. what I wrote down. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's really like, it's really disturbing, man. Like this grown-ass man hanging out with this like five-year-old girl in the flashbacks. It's fucking yeah. weird. It's, it's really weird, and I I don't like it. I <laughs> and I hate Fred I, with a passion. I I guess I'm I kind of going to be a little bit like you, Todd. I just don't understand like what were the limits of his power because he's an imaginary friend, yet he's affecting the real world type stuff. And Sometimes I'm like, it's like pick and correct. choose, right? Yeah, that was weird to me. Yeah, <clears throat> like I mean, the mud pies. Like the kid is not capable of this level of destruction, right? And right. some minutes, uh, I mean, I don't know. It was just kind of confusing. It's like you can't just say like. He only can affect certain things or he can affect anything he wants. Like fucking make up your mind and stay in that lane. Um, I did like the return. The nostalgia for me was snot face. I was like, oh my God, I remember that shit. Here, I got something for you. Rubbing it on the face. Like that shit made me, it's just little stupid stuff, but it made me laugh. Um, but when we first get introduced to him, I think he was played. I Todd, you said it in your review on Letterboxd. Um, but as annoying as Fred is, he is played very well um by rick in this fucking uh movie i mean you want an annoying motherfucker this is like w- the original will ferrell in a in a fucking imaginary friends movie right um and i'm really it, glad you start getting... williams passed though because i would hate i would have seen him in passed on this for the for the record or not i know i know i know for uh for hook which is a masterpiece yeah oh my god yeah i didn't even know he was in the running for this yeah he was actually tied to it yeah Wow, uh, that that would have been. I wonder how much how different it would have been. That probably more likable. Probably better, yeah, because he's yeah. likable guy. So, yeah, and it's not well, like he did, did. The guy was bad either. He played exactly what they wanted him to play. Sure, like he oh, did. Yeah, of course, it, it wasn't the guy's fault. It was yeah. it was the character's fault. It's just we don't know him as well, so it's like we don't relate to him. I guess on the same way as Robin Williams, right? Yeah. yeah, I guess that that dog shit on the carpet though. Yeah, like would, that, that's the well, scene I remembered from my childhood probably the most was that in the flat face because the flat face yeah, is what yeah, I have the ornament for. So yep. yeah, but I mean, you know, it's good. Go ahead, sorry. No, 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 go for it. Finish your thought. I was gonna say you you know it's gonna be a plot point when she first gets back to her mom's house. Like you start seeing like how this girl's just like desperately in love with this dude who doesn't want her. Her mom is super endearing and overprotective and you do as i like this basically this girl's a people pleaser right and she's like i'm not going home with you mom i'm staying here at charles's fucking apartment and then obviously mom drags her along and they walk in the house and they're like hey that's my carpet there's a sign don't get on my carpet i just cleaned it you know it's gonna factor in right but i did it like as a kid you're like fuck this motherfucker just handstanded his way and dog shitted all over this carpet and the mom wasn't even mad dude she wasn't even I'm just disappointed in you. I'm like, my mom would have beat my fucking ass with every chunkla, fucking hanger, every fucking thing she could find. My mom would have beat the shit out of me. And the mom's just sitting there scrubbing it. Like, I don't know, it's frustrating as fuck. But get to your point, Todd. I'm sorry. No, you know, and I, I think this movie is a little bit disgusting, honestly. I, I think it's, um, this girl clearly has mental health problems. And I know I'm looking way too much into it. You always but, do, but I love it. Okay, she's a little girl, and she has this yes. imaginary friend, which is normal, right? But when you True. start being destructive, like you mentioned, mud pies and all that stuff, it leads to her dad almost getting killed by the cops, and <laughs> and, and it directly leads to him leaving the house. It's 100% her fault, which is 100% Fred's fault, you know? The like kid's the mom, fault? Yes, absolutely. 
which is an yeah. extension to Fred. So I guess you can say Fred's fault, but it's imaginary friend, right? This is a mental health issue. There's nothing magical about it. So the mom like is meant to be the bad character, but she's really not. Like she's very like. But she's also a little bitch too, though. She is. Mondo. If you're one of your daughters is doing this shit, you'd be fucking pissed. You know what I mean? Of course I would. Constantly, of like. Of course I would. She broke the TV. Oh, Fred did it. You little fuck. You know what I mean? No way. So the mom has to deal with this shit. Does she baby her too much when she's an adult? Absolutely. But then when Fred comes back, it's like this. He comes back when she's at her worst, right? Like you mentioned all four reasons. Yeah. She's I only having come back a mental. Yeah. She's having a mental episode. She needs to. She needs that medical care and that medication. And, and it's played for laughs. And I'm like, this is fucking gross. I know it's a stupid 80s comedy, but sure. the mental health like abuse is just like, ugh. especially with that. I can't get over Fred just hanging out with these little kids. It's fucking weird. And then the, the ones we see, there's a the, bunch of them, right? Yeah. yeah, those are weird too. The the muscle man, Fuck <laughs> right? <laughs> you feel the same way about that approach, Steve? With the uh, yeah, it, it you know it's definitely a different like lens that I'm watching it right as an adult now. Uh, it kind of reminds me like Problem Child, but yes. if, if he never grew up, <laughs> he just like he's that a fucking thirty year old dickhead. Like it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just. I guess I side with the adults more in this one. You know, it's just this person seriously needed help, and that's clearly what Fred is. And then they try to it's go a coping mechanism. Yeah, and they, they try to go like serious at the end, but it just doesn't work for me. Like I don't think she can Neither just like let go of Fred. I think oh, it's like Toy Story three when he gives the toys to the girl. I'm like, oh, that's sad. Andy, what are you doing? Right. Save him for your kid, you piece of shit. Right, <laughs> but um, uh, let's talk about I, Mickey I mean, too. I, I like. Hold on, real quick. I like that Fred was such a fucking asshole at times, though, and like there's just moments where I'm like, that's fucking hilarious with the way he is. You know, like when he, who is it? It's the makeup bitch. And I was like, that that line as a kid always got me because he's just talking to the mom, and you know, as an adult looking at it, I'm like, man. How did they act in these scenes where this guy is clearly supposed to not be there, but he's there in their face? It's the devil's breath. Oh, she got me with it. Like, it's so stupid, but it's funny. And the cobwebs, I never understood it as a kid. Right. And no and panties. No pet. Well, that one obviously you understand as a kid, but cobwebs, you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? But I just I love Fred and the majority of this, not all of it. Um, but he is a fucking dick. He is fucking every when he wrote the letter pretending to be Charles to her and got her hopes up. I was like, what a fucking dickhead. Like I felt bad for her, man. So, Which so, her mom saw too. So is it it's yeah. um again so, his powers. But fun fact, uh I got in trouble as a kid because of this movie. Um I used really? to take, yeah, I used to take swimming lessons. And, um, you know, the parents had to be like kind of in the stands, you know, as we're doing our swimming lessons and shit. And the uh, I, I said, like, I don't know why, but my, my teacher was was kind of being, you know, she was being mean to me or whatever. And I, I like yelled out, what are you deaf? <laughs> Oh, I like shit. because he says it in the fucking Mega movie bitch. right yeah and I, got so much, I got kicked out of the fucking class and my mom was what? so Are embarrassed you but, but i i think like was this marketed for kids like that's my question it's weird it's sexually charged it's yeah weird. it's sexually charged and that's the whole the whole sexual thing is weird because he specifically says multiple times in the movie how like gross women are and how gross girls are but he looks under every single skirt, even the fucking mannequins at the store. It's like, so are you? He's a typical bro? dude. No, I know, he's but it, if he's that perverted, again, it's weird that he's with fucking little girl the whole movie and then transferred to another little girl at the end of the movie. It's just so creepy. It's, oh, I, think I don't it's know. More of the, it's I think it's more of the era in which it came out. You know, it's like that risque, it's that be funny, <laughs> but I know it's crazy. You're not wrong, but I don't know. I, I guess for me even though i see it differently than when i watched it as a kid and an adult now i still don't try to put too much like real fucking life shit in it you know it's a fucking movie it's meant to laugh um some of it's stupid some of it's good but i mean obviously todd fucking hated the whole fucking thing but um let me ask you this though he writes that letter pretending to be charles she has already left him at this point right she's living with her mom but she still has access to his fucking apartment and just starts randomly showing up. And then at one point she stayed till like 2 AM. It was that same night 
where he's like, Charles not coming. And she stayed at the fucking apartment. I'm like, is breaking and entering not a fucking crime in this movie? Like, I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. Um, and Leia living on like the coolest fucking house. Oh my god, the sex boat. Yeah, that sex boat. But you want to talk about Phoebe Cates dating an old dude? Yeah, Leia, Leia, eight years removed from Return of the Jedi, is boning fucking Ebenezer Scrooge. Jane, are you coming back? I'm like, oh, <laughs> gross. I hated that whole scene too, where like she was pretty much gives oh. up her entire professional career, just like fucking around. What do you mean? Not, 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 not to the conference room. Yeah, yeah, she that was like, weird. She was beat up Fred. Like, yeah. why the fuck did she do that? Like to relate uh, to Phoebe? Like, I don't, I didn't understand that fucking. Because wasn't she like a psychiatrist too? Or yeah, something? how are they like, best was... friends? I didn't get that. She was like just someone she confided in, like someone she talked to and help her in her um, moments of like anxiety and stuff. But you're right that that scene, it's like it popped into my head, like it's I lame. remembered it right then and there. And I'm like, this is so cringeworthy that they got Princess Leia to grab this chair and pretend to hit it. And I was like, I can't. It's one of those moments where you're so embarrassed you just don't even want to watch. And you're like, it's fuck it, whatever. I gotta watch it anyways, but. Yeah, I did. I think it was creepier. She was boning the old dude, Marv, but, but, or whatever the fuck his name. But and but also at the same time, she doesn't seem at all upset that she fucking sank her goddamn house. <laughs> like she was mad for like shit. two seconds. Yeah, like oh my god, are you kidding me? Well, so what she tell her? She's like, well, it's all still insurance there, money. just not not a uh, on the yeah. water level or whatever. Yeah, she got all that insurance money afterwards when yeah, she was right. doing the. The fast jog with a fucking cigarette in her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, Cardia. why did you get hit? Why did you got to hit that cocaine so hard, Leia? I mean, right. were she was, yeah, she was in the rough part. Whatever, Mickey is your boy. <sighs> Talk to us about Mickey. Mickey, is... you were you were Mickey, bitch. Why? Why was that Mickey? Because you're just so like. Oh, I fell in love with her. You can be as I... weird as you want. What the hell? I'm gonna throw my about? spaghetti too. Mickey is another mentally deranged person that needs help. <laughs> <laughs> he's I, he's almost as creepy as Fred, honestly. Like with that, yeah, I agree. Clingy, with how clingy he is, like, like Fred like has a reason because he's like yeah. an imaginary character. Mickey has no reason. He's just fucking like yeah, issues. You creep. know, you haven't done anything weird when you're chasing. Chasing I, someone, not that weird. Not that well, weird. obviously yeah. not that weird. I'm not but throwing food at the restaurant and like. How do you just do that? I want to do it oh too. I'm like, you're so like you're so fucking free. Look at my dangling one ear earring. But then he had two earrings in some scenes, oh, did which really bothered <laughs> I didn't me. Yes, that. he it had really a daughter that he was like never with until the end. Yeah, <laughs> when they you know needed that plot point to pan out. He seemed yes. like a good dad in the beginning when he's like, yeah, we got divorced and I'm trying everything I can to get custody of her. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to see this later. Yeah, he was in sure. love with her, dude. He loved her, dude. Remember when we played when we were six years old? We played oh, doctor. Like, Ooh, operation. <laughs> yeah, Mickey yeah, was fucking cringy. Mickey is creepy as fuck. Fred, did I mention I hated Fred? Yes, I did. He's mm-hmm. stupid. I thought I thought the actor who played Mickey was the same guy who played the thing in um, the Edward Norton um hulk but i was completely wrong two <laughs> different guys timothy roth or whatever the fuck is it that was the same dick tim roth yeah, yeah so I, what about i, him? I, I, I just remember that guy tim from roth a, mickey yeah i just remember him from a, mo- a show called men behaving badly with rob schneider i don't know if you guys ever oh, seen gosh. that show <laughs> uh, have schneider. you seen rob schneider's career lately yeah I have. <laughs> he's good at, he's good at bench warmers like i love that movie it's fucking good that was in his prime though that's like deuce bigelow era uh... fucking deuce bigelow yeah what about when she beats the shit out of the poor violinist in the fucking what the fuck like she's beating the shit out of her and then the poor girl is like so scarred she gets a check and she's still standing there like my life was already shit the mom belittles her you're playing a violin expensive violin so tell me the tell me the mom is in the total bitch though As, as I know you said that she was like coddling and stuff, but great legs. at one point she's like, yeah, had great legs. At one point you said, she says, I had a baby just to stay married or something like that. <laughs> like, you're the reason why he that left. That happens a lot, though. Parent, people have babies just fix their marriages constantly. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, the dad leaving 
I guess it's implied that he left that. Yeah, but he was supporting it too. She's just a child. I can't handle this anymore. She's just a child, so I'm walking out on you forever. (laughs) Like, what? He was English too, huh? Yeah. I thought it was. I thought the dad and Fred were the same actor. Oh, really? That would be interesting. I like that you get mad that uh, the dad almost died, but you don't say anything about the cops not announcing themselves when they break into the house. Oh, my Um, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, please come to the door. I mean, technically, when you when you do Todd Todd's theories, uh, real life, real Todd's real Grimes. life, Todd's Grimes. yeah, Todd's no, that's theories. for your other show. These are Todd's theories. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's, you know, you say it. Todd's oh, tidings. He, she could have got he could have got killed because of the daughter. I mean, yeah, but the cops also were supposed to announce themselves. You're if right. We're playing. You're right. But all these things leading up to like, I can. I mean, you understand his frustration. But I mean, I do absolutely. Leave. Fuck nice. I wrote down a piece of shit. I wrote down the fucking line. Sometimes I don't think I love you like I used to. I'm like, who says that to their kid? Wow. Like, I'm gonna go look at my kid in her eyes right now. Strange. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. This this shit hurt me, dude. Like, I can't imagine looking at my kid in the eyes and saying, "Sometimes I don't think I love you like I used to." <laughs> like, hey, did you watch uh, those kids? No, they were uh, doing cooler stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll have this another story for another day. Uh, mud pies, I fucking hate mud pies forever because at one point that shit looked like diarrhea pie when it exploded all over Charles when she was, uh, after she made the romantic salad. Um, the four, the four other fairy or imaginary people, fucking lame Velcro dude, the bodybuilder. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Fred's design and his character and how they stuck so much with his colors. Like his red hair, his greens, his yellows. But the other ones, I was like, fucking lame. What was the guy from Hell or something like that? I don't even remember. But uh, Annabella, also known as Bridget Fonda. Ooh. Man. She? Wow. I forgot she was in here, too. Yeah, apparently it was Um, like a a favor she did to Phoebe Cates. Were they like besties back then? Yeah, apparently. It's so why is. uh, Phoebe Cates only made like two movies after this. Like this was practically yeah. the end of her was career. Gremlins, Gremlins two come after this or before this? Right before this. Gremlins um, two was before this one. Yeah, she did two random movies after this, and then one more random movie like ten years later, and she's been gone. She probably got, ma- she got married. married to Kevin Klein, dude. Fucking I know he was and making he, shit. His career is yeah. huge. I mean, she he made Wild Wild West, and she came back probably thinking she needs to make money now, but uh, he recovered somehow. So. I saw um, she owns a boutique in New York now. Like she went into like fashion design. Right. Yeah. But um, my my other question at the party, which I also think Phoebe Cates looked like in dashing hot in her dress. But after the party and she gets all butthurt and stuff, she goes back to Charles' apartment to take a shower. Oh, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know. Like he heard her at this point in the movie. Like she's still in love with him, but not as much. I feel like in the beginning. Look, she re- keeps re- finding herself back there. Real talk. He's got to have Go a big it. dick, right? Like, there, there's got to. There's gotta he's be a reason. He's got to. He's packing heat because there's no reason why she's staying with this fucking guy. Like, or getting Annabella, Bridget Fonda. There's no way yeah, yeah, yeah. he's cars, storing this man. shit. It's, it's like fucking Bill Paxton, man. He's yes. got it. If some guy's just got yeah, it. Yes. Uh-huh. I got a tiny dick. <laughs> I got it. I did. I know you. You said you didn't like it, Steve, but I liked when you know Fred's pretty much on the verge of dying because at this point Fuck she's on medication and get rid of the imaginary friends. But yeah, that, that's, so, that's so take the green pill and he'll disappear, right? So I yeah. thought he t- she takes a pill, he's gone. No, no, it's this long out. It's this the whole bottle, gigantic fucking bottle that takes forever for her dead. to go through. It's metamucil it's, pills. It's dumb. I, <laughs> God damn it. What are they thinking? I was, but I liked how we start this movie, and here's this annoying guy. This imagine he's caused all this chaos in her life as a child, and now as an adult. But now for her to fully recover and become the person she needs to be, and let go of him, is by having this moment with him. And that's kind of what I like. Where like the heart came in. I know you guys didn't like it, but <laughs> she basically has to deal with her mom, deal with Charles, free her little girl in herself, and oddly kiss fred <laughs> you know fred's like i'm getting one before before i go yeah, yeah right you're too um, old for and... me i'm moving on <laughs> <laughs> i i thought it was cool and then i mean at the end 
I was cool to see him come back and be with another kid, I guess. But now it's kind of cringy thinking about it in retrospect. But I don't know, man. I like this movie. It's always been a fun watch for me. You guys are just old bastards who, you know, have to hit it with a Roger and Ebert eye sometimes. Yeah, Fred. Fred is like some kind of demonic creature, honestly. That <laughs> that'd be cool. Off, like child imagination. <laughs> I don't know. I hate this movie. I hate you for picking it. <laughs> I hate Fred. Um, Give me your rating on Letterboxd because I saw it. I gave it a one and a half because I thought the performances were still were were strong. Um, okay but (sighs) you're everywhere and i love it though Mm -hmm. i love it because there's some things that you just absolutely hate and then there's other shit that's like dune where you're like oh dude it's fucking great masterpiece and and everyone i've talked to has slept through the first two hours of that movie what they want (laughs) yeah but also consider that i'm like a big like dune book guy you know and it's like very faithful to the book and a big bitch (laughs) (laughs) whatever fucking fred Who's your imaginary See, oh, it, wait, 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 we never asked a question what, if you guys had any. Did you have an imaginary friend? friend? Uh Toby? Toby Captain knows Howdy. your imaginary <laughs> Captain Howdy, yeah. yeah. Captain Howdy. Uh, no. <laughs> no imaginary friends for me. Thank thank God. That'd be scary. <laughs> okay, that subject's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one, Seems one like, and a half well, out of five. One I was swimming one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You are deaf. <laughs> I love That's it, funny. dude. Little Steve hey. fucking popping hey. his chest out. What are you deaf? Yeah. Hey, start start catching them off guard, like on your other podcast and stuff, and just be like, "What are you deaf?" That's <laughs> 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 oh, so funny. Uh, what did you, you get, it, Steve? You call uh, that a fucking? You call yeah. that a cannonball? You fucking <laughs> Canadian fuck? What are you deaf? Uh, yeah, it's... I man, some things just fucking need to be remain in your nostalgia and buried because I can't say I enjoyed it as much this time around. I gave it a two out of five, and that's really a lot because of nostalgia. And there's a couple good scenes, but overall, I was like, damn, this did not age well at all. Well, you mega bitches, I love this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it. Uh, It's not a classic. It's not a fucking Oscar-winning performance by anybody. It is a movie about a kid with an imaginary friend, and I love Phoebe Cates. And a severe mental Um, illness. (laughs) <laughs> and her excuse me her severe mental illness that she had back in 91 uh i give it a three and a half i enjoy it i enjoyed watching it again um not gonna watch it every single time it's on tv um but mm. yeah i still enjoyed it stop being bitches <laughs> <laughs> all right who's got next movie pick what are we uh, doing i do let's update that schedule oh shit okay so uh, bill, for- it's bill murray <laughs> <laughs> soon <laughs> China's uh, uh, so yeah, so next episode, uh, actually the next two episodes won't be this pick because the next episode we're doing our Christmas special and we Ooh. decided to do Christmas Vacation 2, <laughs> Cousin <laughs> so Eddie excited. Island Adventure or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, a lot of oh people don't God. even know this exists and it is a sight to behold. I cannot wait. This is like a year in punishment for us. It's going to be hilarious. Oh my god! I'm excited. Like Christmas Vacation, one of the fucking maybe the best Christmas movie. You know, it's definitely up there. And to have this as its sequel is just mind blowing. This um, this movie, Drop Dead Fred or Christmas Vacation Two. Oh, uh, Drop Dead Fred. The Christmas Vacation Two <laughs> no, is, is we're really in for it, dude. We're in for it. It's really something. Um, and then the episode after that is our year-end show, so it's going to be our top ten of the year and video games and all that stuff. But then we get to my pick. Now I had something, but I decided Uh-oh. that it's just too far away and it's kind of going to lose its appeal. So I'm I'm changing it back to my original pick, and it is. Oh, wait, wait! Give me a year first. Give me a year first. Uh, I think it's ninety-four. Oh my gosh! Yeah, for Street Fighter, bad, bad, it's, and, bad and it's, CGI. It's, it's a movie you guys have already alluded to in this episode. Actually, Street Fighter, very recently. Mortal Kombat. No, are you ready no. for this? Yes. Oh shit! I've got a tiny dick. It's pathetic. Oh, yes. True. True lies. lies. Classic, dude. We're we're, we're oh, due for some Schwarzenegger God. in our lives. So. Here's my invitation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? It's my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've been wanting to do this for a long fucking time, but let's let's finally do it. I will admit the movie yeah, I had, sleepy. the movie I did have in mind before this was a whole nine yards, um, uh, because Matthew Perry passed away and Bruce Willis yeah. is not doing too good. But 
by the time we hit we make this episode in january it's gonna have been like three months since he passed so maybe another time but for now i think we need a palate cleanser from john dead fred and I'm gonna pick True It's Lies. not a bad movie. <laughs> the palate cleanser uh, is also is fucking Christmas vacation too. too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I've been fully committed. I bought the DVD. It's in the mail. For I want you twenty or something. I want you to dance for me. Dance sexy. <laughs> so, you do that pretty well. Yeah. Do it. Do smile. Do it. Do it very slowly. <laughs> yes. uh, Fucking Arnold again. But I, love but I gotta say, uh, congratulations to the people who made Christmas Vacation 2. They have sold their second DVD copy because of Todd. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now two of us own it. <laughs> oh, shit. Is, how many reviews on Letterboxd does like that have? 380 or something. Oh, okay. So Which... I, like a sequel to one of the classic yeah. fucking Christmas film has only 380 Did, reviews. Tell me around? this at least. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe just met him. Joe just met him. Yeah. Canada just let him go. We did. We finally him. got him out of our fucking country. We picked him up as a free agent. And we're like, yep. We yeah. that. Is, <laughs> tell me, tell me this. He's running least, for president Steve. next year. Yeah, probably. Him and tell uh, me this, Joe Exotic. <laughs> Does his oh, wife God. come back in this movie? His original wife. I, know he has like a I think so. Movie, doesn't he? Oh, nice. and w- one of the kids comes back from one of the vacation movies. I don't remember which one. Um, yeah, so there are a few characters I'm... that come back in this. It's not just uh, cousin Eddie. Yes. Oh God, I, I, I cannot. Really and, and, and they reference like the like the Griswolds and the stuff. Griswolds? Yeah, yeah. There, there's it's 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 the sequel to this movie, like huh. straight up. It's a national. Oh gosh. Well, there, there it is. Christmas Vacation <laughs> 2, followed by our year-end, or Christmas. Well, Christmas, yeah, we're doing that with Christmas Vacation 2. Year-end, and then True Lies. Yes. That's a good uh, lineup coming up. Thank you guys for listening. Go talk to your imaginary friends. Don't listen to what Todd and Steve had to say about the review. They are just bitter old men. Uh, but with that being said, thank you all. Have a good night. See you later. Bye. Bye. Lovely day for it. <laughs>